This episode was sponsored by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino hip-hop-inspired streetwear apparel. Visit santos-threads.com. You are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 21. I'm your host, Santos. Proud owner of Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads. You already know the deal. And make sure to follow me on Instagram, Santos Thread Shop. Welcome, welcome once again, episode number 21. Here we go. Back at you. On this episode, I will have a very special guest. This person is uh, is a real good uh, person who I've known actually for a couple months already. Somebody who I've gotten a, uh, been able to uh, really see his growth. Someone who's very talented. Uh, this person goes by the name of Casino Gotti, representing San Diego. So we're going from coast to coast, representing that San Diego, California, West Coasting, over here joining your boy Santos from New York. So we're going from Cali to New York on this one, on this interview. We're going to talk to Casino Gotti, who this guy right here, let me tell you something about this guy right here. This person right here, I am very excited to have him here because this this young man, I'm seeing him little by little climbing, climbing, climbing. I see his grind. I see what he does. I see his passion. He's got the good music. I've heard his music. This man right here is coming, ladies and gentlemen. This man right here, he wants it. He's coming to go get it. He's going, he's getting after it. This man represents the West Coast. We're going to talk to him a little bit about, about what he's up to, um, what he's up to, what he's got planned in the works. He's working on his EP. He's got new joints coming out, and he's definitely West Coast representative. Um, very happy to be with him. We were This is months in the making. And as a matter of fact, he's getting, he's right there, getting ready to join right now. Um, so I want to, without further ado, we're going to talk with him about what he's up to, his project coming up. We'll talk about some of his joints that he released. We'll talk a little hip hop. We'll do a little BS. You know, we'll BS along the way, the whole thing. We want to chop it up real nice. So without further ado, I want to welcome to the show, Casino God. Hey, my boy Santos, I appreciate you for bringing me on your platform, bro. I really appreciate that. that that's love, bro. That's love. Now, nah, listen, brother, listen. I, I seen you. You know, first of all, j- let's be clear, right? We we always used to go back and forth. We talked before we even knew of what, you know, one another was doing, obviously. Shout out to Nate, right? Ask Nathaniel, right, right, right. his platform. Yeah, that's how we got. Big Nate. Big, big Nate. Nate. Yo, salute to Big Nate, yeah, right? Yeah. And, like, just, you know... One thing led to another. We was able to, you know, we, we were able to form a little relationship and, and kind of support each other. Wow. And so for me, it's an honor. I always like to support people who do their thing. You know, you know, my thing is always about unity. It's always about black and brown unity. For me, it's always been that. It's always been sure. about that. So like when I see a brother doing his thing, for me, it's about support. So oh yeah, um, most definitely, bro. I appreciate that. You know, it's the same thing over here, bro. This uh, and I got your, I got your uh, merchandise too. That hat, bird, bird, dog. Yeah, I, I was gonna I, say I, that I, too. I, yeah, yeah, I support you too. Like you support yeah. me, brother. So 
And I'm going to steal cops from more gear, too. I'm going to steal cops from more stuff. Listen, my brother, I, I appreciate that. you always been 100. And, and really, you know, yeah, let's keep it real here, audience. This man supports, too. Like, he's he's yeah. been supporting. And we're going to um definitely, we're going to plug all your stuff. Um, You know what I mean? We're going to plug your joints and everything. Because we're going to talk about, your, you know, what you got going on and, and, and all that stuff. So, wait, trust me. Like, that. first of all, let's start off with this, right? Um. I want to talk about your, we'll start from your beginning, right? So let's talk about where you, how you get your start in the game. How long have you been doing your thing? Right. Well, it's going back to high school, bro. I was like 10th grade, sophomore year. I used to go with my boys to the studio a lot. They used to go record at the studio, like down the street from my house. Like as soon as you leave the apartments, you make that right. And then the studio is right there, like those, in those, um, office buildings so i used to go to the studio with them a lot and i didn't record at the time because i didn't know nothing about getting on the song you know verses hooks i ain't know nothing about none of that so i just yeah. used to see i just used to go with them and see them do their thing so we all would meet up about like five ten of us would meet up after school mob into the studio be at the studio for a few hours and just rock out just jam out you know Light it up, light up that blood, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just vibe. Yeah, yeah, the vibe. Yeah, just, just vibe, you know. And then uh, it, it took me a while to record, bro, because I wasn't too sure how this shit would go. The structure. Like day, yeah, yeah, yeah. The structure of the song and all that. So I was like, you know what? One day, I call my boy up, Jake. Salute to my boy, Jake. I call my boy up, Jake. I was like, yo, bro. Shout out to. We, we gonna go. Saturday morning, right? We're going to go to the studio. We're going to put out a song. And we're going to see how it do. So me and my boy, Jake, he was like, all right, cool. Met him at the studio. It was one Saturday morning. I'll never forget. Met him at the studio. We went to the studio, like, further down from where I stayed, like, on El Cajon Boulevard. All right. Went to the studio. Uh, came up with a song. The song, my first song I ever did was called She Gotta Go to Work. Very simple, very Thanks. simple. Yeah, 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 I very hear simple. you, man. Very simple song. You got to start somewhere, though. Yeah, got to start somewhere, bro. Very simple song, straight to the point. You know, it was like one of them booty twerk songs for the female. Got you. Yeah, listen, whatever you got to do to start, because you yeah. know what the flow, so you got to start with, see, I, I understand how rap go. I used to rap a long time ago. A lot of people oh, yeah. don't know that. Yeah, I used yeah. to spit a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm in my 30s, man. I used to spit like when I was a teenager. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I was a student of the game. So like, right. your first rhymes is always gonna be like some ABC shit because yeah, you're trying yeah, to figure yeah, out the structure, yeah. right? All right, yeah, two man. bars here, two yeah. bars here, sixteen bars, yeah. sixteen bar verse, whatever. You know what I mean? So I get that. But go yeah. ahead, proceed. Yeah. So we went to the studio and the song actually came out pretty well. Uh, he did the mixing and mastering. You know, put the final touches to it. You know. What goes where, the verse goes here, the hook goes there, you know, stuff like that. We have put it out like a few hours after we uh, came back from the studio. And then that whole weekend, when I put the song on my SoundCloud, that stuff was going crazy, bro. Like the streams, people were sharing it, people was commenting. And I was like, wow, my first song ever. Like I made SoundCloud before I put out a song. Yeah, you know, you know, the little SoundCloud account, yeah, yeah, just a regular profile, yeah, yeah just, just a regular profile. You know, I had like a playlist on there that wasn't me, 
You know, yeah, I made my own yeah. playlist, you know, R&B, some, you know, slow jam, you know, et cetera, et cetera. For sure, man, yeah. So I made, so I just said, shit, fuck it, put the song up there, put the song up there. And that whole week in school, bro, I kid you not, kids was coming up to me saying, bro, I heard that song with you and Jake. I heard that song with you and Jake. She got to go to work. They was rapping that stuff back to me word for word, bro. Word. Word Damn. for word. I was like, what the fuck? I said, what the hell, bro? This shit you didn't expect like, it. You didn't expect it. I, I did not expect it at all, bro. Every kid, damn near every kid was coming up to me. Bro, that song with you and Jake go hard. Hey, she got to go to work. Like, they was dancing, coming up to me, doing that. The females was rapping. <laughs> words were I was like, wow. Like, our first song ever. We put it out there. It go crazy. The kids like it. I want some more of that. Let me go get some more of that. Let me go put out some more stuff. Until that day, I kept putting out more music. And I wish I had that same SoundCloud, bro that people could see the evolution in the upgrade from when I first started off the sound, then to now. I wish I still had that account, but for some reason, I took it down. I don't know why. Oh, man. To this day, yeah, man, to this day, I don't know why I took that stuff down, but after that, bro, we just kept putting out more songs, you know, us together. Like, it wasn't on no group thing. We was just all a collective just messing with each other you know just the bros you know just doing yeah yeah of course like, yeah you, you wasn't know, thinking anything of it yeah yeah, yeah. you know man i wish i had that shit, bro i'm so good hey but listen you know is, yeah nah listen and, and this is what i was gonna tell you too man because like i could see look i wasn't obviously i i, I didn't have the the pleasure of seeing you come from that point but yeah, I'm still yeah. catching you relatively yeah, early. Yeah, yeah, so I'm glad, yeah. I'm grateful for that. Like, I didn't know, like, when, a lot of times, I'll, I'll keep it real with you. A lot of times people be like, yeah, I rap, I do my thing, and blah, blah, blah. And most of, most of the time it's whack, right? right, right. But <laughs> you're, no, right? It's just whack. You're like, Yo, you, yeah. you've seen this, right? Like, oh, this is yeah. trash. Yeah. You actually, I, I got to say, like, I've heard your, your joints, Um, you know, the, the Migo story, let me tell you something about that song. I heard that one. I heard a couple other ones. I heard 23. Um, Migo's story, I'll tell you something about that. I love that song. Like, I've heard that. I played that song a lot. I've played it before a lot, and I, I'll tell you. Because I, I feel like I love the creative direction on that song. What was the inspiration for that song? That song goes hard, man. Like, it's yeah. not just the beat, but it's also that you're telling a story. Where did you get the inspiration for that song? Bro, I was, cause you know, I, I'm a movie guy. And yeah, yeah, I like, same. I like, I like movies like The Godfather, Scarface, stuff yeah. like that. Seeing, seeing gods rise from nothing to something. Right, right. So one day I was just watching Scarface and I just got inspired by it. I'm like, hmm, let me go to the studio and whip up some. He called my boy. I was like, yo. We come to the studio this week. We're gonna do something. He said, all right, for sure. Book the session. And that beat that you heard, that beat is from a producer that's in Toronto, Canada. I got Word? it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Would have never he, thought he, that. He, yeah, he produced that joint. As soon as he sent me the beat, I was like, dog. You gotta shout that guy right out. Here. I said, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it's hard. Bro, bro, I do. I, I said, bro, this is it right here. This beat. Something about this beat is dark, it's vibey, and it matches me 
and it matches the song and and the storyline of the song. This is this is the whole theme of the song. It just matched. It just fit. It's perfect. It's a vibe. No, no, it's a, and your lyrics too. Yeah. Like I, I was yeah. listening because the lyric. Because I'll be honest with you, right? Like I notice now nowadays, you know it. Like it seems like lyricism is kind of like not what it was. Like there's not yeah. as much emphasis on lyricism, and I could tell by listening to you put it down on this joint that. You spent time crafting, like you really were trying to tell a story. You had a message and you really like, I could tell like you really spent time on lyricism. And I, I appreciate that as somebody who's kind of like more of an old school fan yeah, that you yeah, that man. you have a lyricism. lyricism. A big thing, man. Yeah, it is, it is, it is, it's huge. It's definitely big though. Like, like you just said yourself, you know, that's something that's missing in the game now, you know, lack of lyricism, you know? And which is cool, you know, everybody doing their thing, you know. There's a lane for everybody. Yeah, it, it's a lane for everybody. You got the party, turn up rap that's more catchy, you know, very ABC-ish, you know, yeah. elementary, nursery. Yeah, yeah. You know, not, <laughs> yeah. not, not, not too much thought, just, all right, this is what it is. We're going to put it out. People fuck with it, people fuck with it. But, you know, like you said, I like to focus more on lyricism, you know, more storytelling, you know, stuff like that. And that's that's and, and, and obviously add my style to it and just mix it up and just whip it into something that you know is different you know it's and not like what you know like the type of sound i got like it's not too many people that could sound like it. Nah, nah i was gonna say that ladies and gentlemen like this is the crazy thing because i haven't having spoken to you as well like Ladies and gentlemen, this guy really talks like this. Like, this is not, <laughs> there ain't no machine, yeah. there ain't no, yo, you really, no, people no, thinking no. like you chopping screwed and all that. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, you chopping screw your voice like they do in Houston and shit. Yeah. Like, nah, nah, he really talks like this is his yeah. voice. Like, yeah. Casino Gotti, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's dope. Nah, nah, and it's dope. Yeah. I ain't, you know what I mean? I, like, that's what's up. Like, perfect yeah. voice, it's different. Um, yeah. Your style, you know what I mean? Stylistically, all right, I'm gonna ask you a question, right? I'm gonna ask you who influenced you, like who were your favorite MCs coming up, and who influenced you, and then I'm gonna tell you who I think you remind, because you have, you rem, you're distinct, but I could hear a little bit of an influence of somebody's, and I'll bring it up now. Go ahead, tell me who they are, and I'll tell you who you remind me of. Oh man, uh, bro, there's so many artists I grew up listening to, man. Um, I say for one, Jeezy, Young Jeezy, was an influence. That's a good one. Uh, Rick Ross, definitely an influence. I could hear Rick that Ross, a little bit. Rick, Rick, Rick Ross been out for years, bro. He's been out for years, still going hard, still going strong. So that's another influence. I don't care what and people say, say about him, bro. Yeah, yeah me neither, bro. Because people because people, people get caught up. Yeah, people get up and I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, you people do. get caught. No, no, just, I just wanted to make that point clear because people get caught up and they don't know how to separate, like, it's entertainment too. You gotta understand. Right. It's entertainment. Like people want this. What you think that this guy is moving kilos? Like you really want yeah. him to be moving kilo? Like yeah. he gonna lose it? He gonna he gonna go to jail? Like exactly. you know what I mean? Right. Like right. let yeah. it let it let the man be. So what yeah. if he was if he was a CEO? Whatever he was doing, exactly. he makes exactly. good music. Let's separate the two. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Exactly. I don't know how you do, bro. But yeah, uh, I say last. I'll probably say. You know who Young Dolph is, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, dope. I say, he's yeah, dope. Yeah, I say, I say all three of them. But it's it's plenty more. It's plenty more. But I say that's like my top three 
rap influences. Yeah. Now nah, listen, I, I respect that. You know what I mean? I respect that, especially, I mean, especially Jeezy. Like, like, you know, when at the age I'm at, right? The age I'm at, I kind of grew up on 90s, early 2000s. So like we lose track of like the influence that guys like Jeezy and right. Rick Ross could have. Like them cats is OGs already. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they OG, like especially Jeezy, like Jeezy. Well, both of them actually from the same era, but Jeezy and Rick Ross really carved out a unique lane. Like they kind of, you know what I mean? They made it. I, I, yo, true. <laughs> no, listen, true story, right? In New York, I'm gonna tell you this. This is a fact, 100, because I'm from New York. In New York, dudes was not playing South Records. There was not. They they would they had a buzz up here. Like they had a buzz up here. At that yeah. time, right in that era, we had three dudes that was mad, like flaming hot when they came out. Right, you had Jeezy Ross, and the other one, believe it or not, was from the West Coast, was the game. Those were the right, three that right. were like the most fire in at that time. Yeah. So yeah, oh, it's crazy. Man, the game, bro. When the game came out, oh my gosh, bro. Talk about brought the West back. Talk yeah. about bringing back the West Coast. He had a New York style, though. A lot of people don't really like. I, I'm not taking that away from him. Like that was his influence. What are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like right. that, I think that's why he kind of got really popular in New York because he knew that okay, if I'm gonna ride with G Unit and at the time Fifty Cent, I gotta adapt. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and it worked. Exactly. He was out here like New York. Like he was good. Like he came to New York and nobody touched him. Like right. he was good by himself. He was yeah. good. Yeah, it was crazy. Nobody could do that. Right. You're right. You're he was right. good in New York. Exactly, bro. And what you just said about that New York style that he had, that's true because, look, he was around 50, Lloyd Banks, and all and guys like that. Those He was better good. than all of them. He was better than all yeah. of them. I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm from New York, but I'm very objective. Look, he was the right. best spitter <laughs> on G-Unit. Sorry. Right. The best spitter. Yeah. Yeah. Game. People sleep on game, man. Game correct. I mean, he can get down if, 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 if he really wants to. And I feel like game really don't get the respect that he deserved, bro. Agreed. Not just on, just not, not just being the West Coast MC. In general. Overall, in general, as what he brought to hip hop and the impact. People sleep on uh, game a lot, man. I don't know why, but he deserved yeah. the flowers while he's still here. Don't do it when he is gone. Do it while he's still here. Game is up there. I put him up there. I put him up there. Top 10. I put him up there. Game is definitely yeah. up there. Nah, game is, you know, because he also, like, people, another part that we can't dismiss is that, like, like you said, from the not just that he's from the West Coast, but, like, there was a time where the West Coast was, like, dead. We're not talking, you know, there was no Kendrick yet. There was no... Yeah. Um, there was no uh, Nipsey, nothing. Like, right, the West right. Coast was deader than dead. Like, yeah. dead, right? And dead almost like how New York is right now, which I it pains me to say that, but I'm going to just be real. Let, let me ask you about the New York hip-hop scene. Go ahead. Why yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, Let's get into it. Yeah, well, my thing it is that New York ain't climbed back to the top like what it used to be. Like, you guys had your glory days. Of Every course. Every act that was coming out of New York, Lil Kim, Biggie, uh, Mob D, uh, 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 Nas, Utain, Klain, Nas. Why you think that is that New York ain't back to where it used to be? Yeah. It's very. I got a very simple solution for that. Very simple answer. We stop innovating. So there's there's two. It's twofold. Number one, we stop innovating. If you listen to the New York dudes now, they all doing drill. 
They're trying to sound like they're from Chicago or they're from Atlanta. Right, right? Right, right, right. So we don't, we're not originators anymore. So they, they out, which I'm not going to knock them, whatever. They got to feed their family. They got to chase the bag, whatever. Let them chase right. the bag. They out there chasing the bag, right? Mm-hmm. So they out there, you know, whatever. They trying to get the, the, they're getting the money, they're getting the bag, and they're going to go with what the radio or the streaming uh, platforms want. They want right. to go get those, those, uh, pl- those streams. So they, right. they just, they don't want to innovate no more. That's part of it. The other part is nobody gets along. Like everybody always fighting. Like New York has been like that for years, but there used to be more unity. Now dudes is fighting. They at each other's neck. This generation, like nobody gonna like like. Let's be honest, and it's not just in New York. It's everywhere. Like mm-hmm. nobody's gonna fight no more. Nobody's gonna scrap. Like they they gonna they gonna shoot you. Like oh, they're gonna <laughs> nobody fights. Right, so yes, they, they the violence, they all fighting, and and if not, if I don't fuck with you, you don't fuck with me. Fuck you, right. I'm out. Whatever, I ain't gonna mess with you. And there's no collaboration. So I think it's that. I just we stop innovating because there's always talent, but just like we stop innovating. That was it. Yeah. Now, if you listen to New York artists, they sound like they could be from anywhere. That's true. <laughs> you know, true. or or they got that. They try to sound like the late great pop smoke. Right. He was the last one that was, and I feel so that, that hurt me when he died. I was like, I was mad because obviously because a young man lost his life. That's first and foremost, right? Right. Talented, all that stuff. But I was like, man, this is New New York. And we lost one. Like this, this guy could have been that one. He was the next one. He was the next one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hold out a theory about pop smoke. Now I don't want to get into the theory of how he died, whatever we can, dispute that that resemblance between him the similarities between him and 50 cent that's kind of i don't know man i'm not saying that (laughs) i don't know something's weird there i'm sorry like they look too much alike they sound alike oh man imagine that's his father he just never said anything about (laughs) him yo he looks like him yeah he do they both built Right, right. Oh, the man. same smile. Yeah, the, 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 the lingo, the New York style, the accent, everything. It's like, is this, is this, is this 50 Cent that's in <laughs> Got the same last name. Yeah, yeah. Jackson. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Jackson. Bashar Jackson, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Right. right, and it's sad, right. bro. It's sad. Right. It's real sad. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, so... I, I'm glad to hear those influences of yours, man, because it, it's good. It, it makes me feel like you're very well-versed, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have that gut. It's like a gumbo. It's almost like a oh, big pot of gumbo, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And you know who I hear as an influence of yours as well? You didn't mention his name, but not an influence, but I'm wondering if it's an influence for you, right? You know, you're familiar with Freddie Gibbs? Yeah, Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. You're for, you're for, you sound a little bit like Freddie Gibbs to me. Now it could just be pure coincidence, but yeah, not the style. Say that a lot of people say Freddie Gibbs. Freddie yeah, you Gibbs. got little Gibbs, man. And, and I like Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs is very underrated. Another lyricist, man. Yeah, Indiana. Indiana boy, exactly. There you go. There you go. Yep. I love Gibbs, bro. I love Gibbs. Yeah. I think Freddie yeah. Gibbs doesn't get his respect, man. And, no, and he does not. No, so does not. disrespected, man. I'm like, yo, yeah. Gibbs got, and he put out work. Like, he puts work in the game. Like, the, this yes, guy makes does. music every year. Every year he got an LP, an EP, something, mixtape, yep. always working, and he always got the best production. 
always yeah. has the best production. Exactly. So I'll be like, right. damn, man. Right. So so let's let's make a turn, right? I wanna I'm I'm gonna do something right here because I started I recently started a new segment, right? So this is what I'm gonna do. The segment is called What Santos Said. Is I'm gonna go to a old video clip or audio clip, depending on the format that people are listening to. I'm gonna go to an old clip, and you're gonna hear me make a. I'm saying something, and then I'm gonna react to it, and then I'm gonna ask you your thoughts. All right. So, all right. So I'm gonna do like a quick. Uh, I'm gonna do a screen share. Hold on. Yeah. So this is a, this is from episode four, and this is with Nathaniel. So that's it. Let's go to this real quick. Uh, <clears throat> all right. All right. Here we go. Yeah, it's it's it. Look, it is the same thing. It's it's why we should never put these people on a pedestal because you don't know them. We don't know them. We don't know what they're into. There's people who are sick, right? There are people who are sick who are into you know things that are. That are not proper, that are not right, right? right. Like, like, so, what I was basically what I would what Santo said on this was I was talking, we were talking about African Bambada and like what he was accused of. He had been accused of molesting children and doing all kinds of stuff. So my point on this was we can't put celebrities on a pedestal because we don't know them. So, like, we can't assume that they are these upstanding citizens when we have no idea who they are. What are your thoughts on, I guess, like, celebrities as far as, like, putting them on these pedestals and before we even get a chance to know them? Or, or what do you think about that? I definitely agree, bro. I definitely agree. Like you said, you know, we don't know these people personally. They're human beings just like we are. You know, they do things, you know. And 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 I feel like you know, yeah, we shouldn't put celebrities on the pedestal. You know, we got people that we can look up to ourselves. You know, that's positive people in our communities, like an elderly person, or you know, a parent, a brother, a sister, or a mentor, somebody at church. Like, you know, we got people that we know personally that we should uplift. And, and and praise and celebrate them to the celebrity that we do not know personally. But not a hundred percent, bro. I agree with that for sure. Yeah, and I'm with you. That was just my point there, and so that was what Santo said. Now, Santo said, said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a new segment. It's a new segment. We just recently, I just introduced it on my last episode. So now I'm keeping that going. Um, so, so you from San Diego, right? San, San Diego, Diego, California, right? Okay, so this is the time where I'm gonna ask you about San Diego, right? Okay. I knew, so I knew that there's a couple. Ask, ask me anything, bro. I'm all right, ready. all right. So, San Diego doesn't have the the reputation of churning out crazy hip hop talent like LA, right? Obviously, this is the obvious statement. Tell me about the San Diego hip hop scene. San Diego I, I know there's a couple. I'm sorry. I know there's a couple MCs who are from San Diego, right? Like, uh, wasn't J.O. Felony from San Diego? Yeah, yeah. You know, we go, we go get into all that. I'm go ahead. J.O. Felony and all that stuff. Okay. My city, San Diego, is just like how you describe New York. It's not togetherness. 
here and there, some dudes can put differences aside and come together, but it's still not where it should be. It's still not where it should be at all. And that has a lot to do with everything, bro. Industry politics, street politics, who you associate with, there's a lot of different reasons why the city ain't where it's at. And let me start with the industry politics. My OGs, when they was coming up, they were saying how if you didn't have that Dr. Dre co-sign, it was going to be hard for you to make it out the West to really make Ooh. it on a national level and get that much, get that much exposure. They said if you didn't have that Dre co-sign, man, it was going to be hard. You was going to have to push the music your own self, which they end up doing. Guys like J.O. Felony, Mitchie Slick, Big June, Damu, uh, uh, Gangster Earn, R.I.P. to him, Lil Rob, and a few other artists. You know, J.O. Felony, for one, was the first artist out of San Diego to have a record deal. Mm -hmm. he, signed with Def, he signed with Def Jam in like the late 90s. He signed with yeah. Def Jam the same time DMX was hot. R.I.P. to DMX. He signed with Def Jam around that same time. He was going to be the next guy, bro. Yeah, he was, was going to be the next guy. But you know what was his fatal mistake, right? Obviously, I think it's well documented his fatal mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I know what you mean by that. We ain't going to get into that because, mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah, yeah. But that's the reason why. No, I'm not disrespecting. I'm just, I'm not disrespecting. I'm saying what you, what you alluded to, the industry politics. Unfortunately, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, happened. The, 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 yeah, the industry politics, yeah. And uh, number two, street politics. A lot of the OGs, when they got the San Diego music shit popping, a lot of them had one foot in the streets, one foot in the music. Mm -hmm. Dudes were still, you know. Doing their thing in the streets, up, yeah. Doing their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of B's and C's was beefing, mm -hmm. hoods, hoods, hoods beefing. Oh, uh, 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 we ain't gonna work with him because of what he did to us. So it was like, fuck that side and fuck the other side. Damn. Nobody wasn't trying to bring that together. And now the new generation, the acts are coming out of the city, which is myself. Man, we got a lot of great talent in this new age. So the OGs are seeing where they messed up at and say, you know what? We go make sure that the youngsters don't fall into the trap that we did when we was coming up. So what we gonna do is we gonna come and mentor and help them and have them not make the same mistakes that we did when we was coming up. So you starting to see a lot of the OG artists now lending a helping hand, reaching out, be like, okay, you know, I see you making noise in the city. We can go and take your business about this, and we can go here, or we can go there, you know? So the OGs is doing their part. Some is doing their part, I can't say all. Some is doing their part and reaching out to the younger artists and be like, okay, I'm gonna pull you up. I see you got potential. Let me work with you. Let me get you this look. Let me get you this exposure and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, J.O. Felony was the only artist as of now, to sign a major deal at that time. But another thing is the city didn't really embrace him like that. This is a city where everybody don't want everybody else to get on. It's like, okay, we get mm. on and this it is us against them. 
We don't want nobody else to get on. Was it because of the no. blocks? Because I know and I yeah. know the West Coast is very territorial. So was very it because he wasn't from this block, right? right? right for those right. he this, ain't from my side. Exactly. So right, exactly. screw him. He's not from my side. I ain't yep. I ain't gonna support you. Yep. Whether yep. it's, it's whether it's the block or the or the colors. Right, 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 right. And it's still like that to this day, man. San Diego, the West Coast in general, is very political. It's very traditional. They still own that political shit. You know, um, you going against the hood if you work with such and such. But I'll tell you like this. Me and my team, we don't get into the street politics. Yeah, we, yeah, work yeah. With, we, we work with who we want to work with. So yeah. we ain't got to check in. And the OG ain't got to check us and say, yo, you did this with such. We ain't got to worry about that. Me and my team, we move how we move. We move militant. We got business. a military mindset. It's business. It's all business. I don't give a damn what such and such deal with them. They ain't got shit to do with me. You right. know, we talking about, we talking about, oh, how can the city be put on? It starts with unity. It That's starts right. with unity. That's yeah. number one. Everybody and, and, wanna be, huh? Go, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, everybody, wanna, everybody wanna be top dog and they wanna be on top. But just think about if everybody can come together, how huge that will be for the city. Huge, huge. It would be and, super huge. Yeah, especially because that area, I think, you know, because I'm, I'm familiar with that area. That area over there, and, and one of the things that, like, that bothers me, too, that I noticed, and it's not just San Diego, it's a lot of cities in California in general. Right. Like, the, the which I'm going to ask you about as well, you know better than I would. Like, the, the, mix, the division between the black and the brown. And that even goes into hip hop as well as you, you don't see, you rarely see collaborations between the Chicano rappers mm -hmm. or the Mexican American rappers, right? Yeah. And the black uh, rappers, right? The African American MCs. Why is that? You don't see that collaboration and that extends itself to the, all the way to the Bay. It's not just right. Sandy, all the way to the Bay. Right. Well, it's, it all goes back to the old time bro. like, Okay, let, let me, let me, first, let me, before I get into that, let me break down California as a whole. Go ahead. Yeah, and, yeah. and what's the difference? Okay. Break it down for I'm us. From, I'm, I'm, I'm from San Diego, a Cali boy. So you got Southern California and you got Northern California. It's two regions. It's split up. Right. SoCal is made up of San Diego, LA, Riverside County, Orange County, the IE, Imperial Empire. Yeah. I'm aiming the Inland Empire, which is like on the outskirts of LA, right? And then you got up north, you got Sacramento, Oakland, Frisco, Vallejo, California, and et cetera, and et cetera. Now, I'm going to speak on SoCal because I don't really know too much about. Yeah, yeah, no, I, got, I respect politics. that. I yeah, respect that. I don't really that. know too much about the North politics. But I'll tell you about SoCal politics. You got the thing called Southsiders, the Sudanians. Right, right. For years, there's been a lot of back and forth between the Southsiders and, you know, the Black Sets. A lot of right. wills and crypts and shit. It's been war for years. It's deep-rooted, deep-rooted. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's deep-rooted. And that all, and that goes all the way into the prison system as well. Out Thanks. here in SoCal. And these SoCal prison systems, hey, if, if you are blood in the crypt and you beefing on the street, once you get into that prison, they don't give a damn about what set you from. You all mm -hmm. together. That's all one. So you guys got to be in the same dorm. 
and y'all got to share with each other because it translates into the prison system. Y'all going to be against the Aryan Brotherhood, which mm-hmm. we all know the white boys. Don't they like anybody. Up. Yeah, they clicked <laughs> up. They clicked up with the Mexicans. Mm. So they clicked up together. It's all of them. And then it's just the blacks. So Bloods and Crips, you got to learn how to get along when you're in that prison system. Because if you're not, you're going to get dealt with. Mm-hmm. You're going to get dealt yeah. with a lot. And, yeah. and, and I don't know if they still exist, but you had BGF, Black Gorilla Family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I strong, heard. yeah, yeah. They was they was a strong group of brothers. Yeah, yeah. All the way sure. back to the late sixties, seventies. Mm-hmm. That's right. They yeah. was running. They was running these California prison systems. That's something that they don't tell you. I did my research on that. I was like, Nah, nah. The, the OGs told me about yeah, that for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know these brothers had that much power, but they did. They but did. I, you know, I don't know if they still exist in the prison today. I don't know, but. That's the reason why you really don't see it. But I'm going to tell you this. San Diego, my city, since we close to the, the border, the Mexican border. border is right there. I say the Chicanos and the Blacks, we fuck with each other. It's connection. That's it's what's always, up. It's, it's, it's been a connection now. It's always been love and respect. And locally in my city, a lot of the artists, a lot of black artists that you know got their name popping, they work with a lot of Chicano artists. That's so what's it's, up. It's all they always collaborated, you know. Some may, you know, be like, uh, I don't know, but for the most part, they do. And you know, as far as that, you know, going up to LA, from what I hear, LA is still all that shit, you know. The Chicanos don't really like the blacks and vice versa. You know, so you're saying in San Diego, it's a little, it, it's not as, as bad maybe as it might have been before. Right, right. In that exactly. regard, right? It's more, exactly. the newer generations kind of like open their mindset exactly. a little bit. But you still got that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because it's the blocks, because the blocks, everything is separated. Yeah, Over there, yeah. everything is so, yeah. I hear you. Man, man. It's let, crazy. Let me, tell you, let me tell you how San Diego runs as well. See, my city... We're the second largest city in California. Yeah, yeah, right? facts. By, by, by population and size. And at the same time, we still a small city, how we operate. Because the mindset, people's mindset is so closed for the most part. And that's why you see San Diego ain't really on the map when it comes to this West Coast hip hop and, and to hip hop in general. We not getting national attention because of that. It's a very traditional city. The city's yeah, very it's, traditional. It's, it's yep. Very, very traditional. And, and and another thing too, going back to the sets. Some of the sets don't fuck with each other. Right. And that translates into number three, who you associate with. If you clicked up with them or them or them, they're gonna be like, nah. <laughs> You know, you, you ain't you ain't gonna come on here on this side of fucking it. We got our thing going on. They got their thing going on. You know, and it's still the youngins that's carrying out that same shit. They still carrying that same stuff out. Some of them, not all, but some of them are still carrying that same stuff out because you know they see the OGs getting older and they want to hang on to that and make the set proud. So that's why you don't see that. And another thing too, um, 
the police and the rappers in San Diego is is they don't really get along. You know, they don't get they, they don't get along like that. And there's there's been plenty of times where a San Diego artist has been stopped from performing at the local venues because of the reputation and who they associate with. And that made a lot of the promoters in the clubs be like, okay, we see that you got a following. We see that you got an audience. But business-wise, it wouldn't be safe because of who you connected with and what side of the city you from. So that's another reason why the promoters and the clubs didn't want to book local acts. But slowly, you start to see a lot of the local acts book venues in the city even though there was a time where they couldn't really do it because they were scared they were probably scared scared. they didn't want to yeah yeah they didn't want to lose out or and there there was plenty of times on the news bro where you were here like you know it was a concert a local artist had a concert shootouts people got jumped (laughs) stabbed and all that so they say yo we don't want to deal with that so that that's that's what made a lot of artists locally get targeted by the news, by the local news, and by the local authorities, San Diego police. So that's another reason why, man. And San Diego as itself, it's, it's, it's split up. I'm from East County. I grew up in Spring Valley, California. I'm a Valley boy. So East County, you got four cities. You got Spring Valley, Lemon Grove, El Cajon, and La Mesa. That's all East County. That's like towards the mountain area. You got Central San Diego, which is like City Heights and areas like that. You have a lot of, you know, African families, uh, Somalian families, you know, so that's daytime. They operate. When you drive through Central San Diego, you see a lot of their businesses. You see a lot of the temples, you know, shit like that. Right, their culture. They got their culture. Yeah, yeah, their culture is through Central San Diego and a few other parts like Linda Vista that's, you know, just off the freeway, off that exit and stuff like that. Then you got South Bay. South Bay is like Little Mexico. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's it's Little Mexico because it's it's leaning towards more of the border, which is National City, Chula Vista, uh, 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 what else, National City, Chula Vista, South Bay, and and, and places like that that lead to uh, uh, the border. So the city, even though we all won at the end of the day, it's very split up, it's very divided. Everybody got their own side. And depending on what part of the city you're from, that was determined if the motherfucker would have fuck with you or not. Also, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it, everything, it all goes back to politics, bro. Politics, very political. They still hold on to that shit. Um, it's traditional, like you said. So that's just what it is, you know. Could it change over the years? I don't know, we'll see. But for the most part, it, it is what it is right now. But me and a few other artists, we trying to bridge that gap and bring everybody together. You know, me being on the come up and me, you know, starting to do recognition in the city, you know, we trying to build that gap. You know, I'm trying to, you know, do something with the OGs. You know, they start to reach out and stuff and, you know, set it up and get to San Diego get that national attention that we always been needing and wanting, man, because, you know, it, 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 we, we like the forgotten city about when it comes to California. You know, when you think of West Coast hip-hop, San Diego ain't what come to mind. 
No, you no. thinking of you thinking the L.A. the Bay Area all LA, right away. Yep. L.A. the Bay Area because all the greatest acts and legends came from L.A. the Bay Area. You got N.W.A. You got Game, Nip, R.I.P. Kendrick, Snoop, Long Beach, Ice Cube, Dre. Going up north, you got Too Short, E Forty, Matt Dre, Sally Cell. Telling you, man, it's it's too much, bro. Rapper for say, um, Drew Down, bro. There's so many people, man. It's crazy, yeah. but San Diego, man. I pray that my city gets to where it should be because it's been long overdue, long overdue, man. And I I respect and I commend Mitchie Slick for always mentioning the city and showing love to the city wherever he's at. Wherever he goes, he always shut out the city. And Mitchie Slick is well respected and loved in this city. So salute to OG Mitchie Slick. I see you. He been salute. in the game 20 plus years, still going strong. J.O. Felony still going strong. Salute yeah, to yeah. Him. Yeah, he, he deserves more respect. He deserves yeah, more respect. Because I, I feel like everybody, everybody gets caught up in you know, the, the whole issue with, with, with Hove, with Jay-Z yeah, yeah, way back in the yeah, day, yeah, that, that was what did it really. And, and, yeah. you know, but he deserves his, cause he could rap. I remember, yo, he, he could spit like yeah. J.O. could rap. I remember yeah, that first yeah. album, yeah, like, yo, yeah. that album, I was like, man, I heard that album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. And, I was and, like, yo, what's Jay, this? Yeah, exactly. And J.O. Felony. He was uh, in a group with Snoop Dogg, uh, the East Siders. He was yeah, in yeah. that group for a little bit too. So yep. he was with Snoop, Trady, Goldie Lock, you know, and them dudes get busy and then they had a falling out. And ever since then, you know, JL Felton, yeah, he, he just been, you know, by himself doing his own thing, but he's yeah. still doing his thing to this day. So, yeah, man, you know, salute to him. Yeah, yeah, he deserves a lot. He deserves his flowers for real. Um, oh, definitely. Talking about San Diego, right, on another tip, because I, I wanted to talk about the sports side, right, because I noticed that you are a diehard San Diego Padres fan. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so man. talk to me about your Padres and talk to me about number 23, the song that you came out with dedicated to Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, man, Padres, bro, I've been a Padres fan. But as long as I can remember, yeah. <laughs> when I first went to that game, I was a little, a little casino gotti run wild, man. <laughs> Many casino so, gotti. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little casino running around, bro. But you know, it's been love ever since. You know, um, Padres, man. They was a team to be reckoned with back then, man. Mm -hmm. We had the late great Tony Gwynn, Mister. Uh, I love Tony Gwynn. I love Tony Gwynn. Man, Mr. Padre himself, Tony Gwynn, man. He's the one that put the team on the map. Always show love to the Padres. And, yo, he's from, isn't he from there? Isn't yeah, he from San Diego? He, 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 he a little bit up north. Like, I think Riverside. Or, or close LA, to it. Like yeah, yeah, something, something close. Because before he died, he was living out in Poway. And Poway okay. is like a suburb. Poway is like a suburb up north in the city of San Diego County. It's considered San Diego County, even though it's up north a little bit. But yeah, he lived in Poway for a little bit. So he's always been involved in the community, bro. Ever for yeah. a long time. Yeah. He's always he went to involved. San Diego State too. He went yeah, to San yeah. Diego he State. Diego he coached State. there. So I, I look at so at Tony Gwynn like not just as Mr. Padre, but I look at him like Mr. San Diego too, in a yeah, way. Because yeah, like yeah. he was everything to yeah. that city. Both. 
his yeah, man, his murals is all over the city. You got his mural at Mission Beach, Ocean Beach. You got uh, the Petco Park, the stadium downtown, bro. You you got uh, Tony Gwynn Drive. So mm-hmm. They named they named the street after Tony Gwynn. Yeah, bro. He he forever getting love in the city, bro. Forever. That's he's the greatest hitter. Great. He's the greatest hitter I ever seen. Yep. I gotta say, yep. like, like I have like the his old baseball cards from when I was a kid when he had like the the fro, right, and he had right, the Jerry right, curl, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the brown uniforms. Woo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's old Tony Gwynn, man. That's Tony Gwynn, man. <laughs> yep. And his son, his son Tony Gwynn Jr. He played for the Padres a little bit too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, it was a was a pretty good player too. Well, obviously, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. you can't be you can't be Tony yeah, Gwynn, but yeah, yeah, you can't be your pop. But you know, you you he had a nice little career. Still there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's still he's still around. Salute to Tony Gwynn Jr. The whole family. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Um, San Diego sports, bro. That's just like how the music scene is like, kind of like uh, same thing with San Diego sports, bro. I feel so bad. I'm going to tell you why. You know what I'm going to talk about now that I'm saying I feel so bad, right? I'm not going to say it's because of the Padres. They they didn't do well because, um, you know, look, I'm a Mets fan. So I'm used to my team. I'm I'm used to my team not doing well, right? I'm used to my team sucking. We we played y'all this year, the Mets in San Diego. We played y'all this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We both we both were supposed to do good. Like before the year started, both were supposed to be good. We both sucked. So, (laughs) but right, we both sucked this year. But let me. But what I was gonna talk about was the Chargers, right? Oh man! Since the charge, that was such a crime that the Chargers. See, I brought up something. (laughs) I I told you. Sorry, I'm all for it, bro. I'm here to talk about shit. No, 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 listen. Word, word. Listen, yo, San Diego, I listen, I'm not even from there and I felt it. I felt so bad because I was yeah. like, how do you have a team with such a great fan base? Okay. Right. Y'all didn't y'all didn't have a hard time selling tickets or nothing. I remember like yeah. you had a great fan base. They moved yeah. them, the, the what's his name? Spanos, whatever the hell his Spanos, name is. Spanos, yep, yep. As jerk. Yep. He moved, <laughs> right? He's a jerk. Yeah. He moved the yeah. team to LA where they don't even care about the Chargers. Yeah. Right. What do you think? What What is your? Are you still a? Does San Diego still root for the Chargers or like where you guys at with that? Oh man, uh, you got some fans lingering, lingering here and there. You know they still show support even though they up the freeway. You know, um, it could take you like a day, a day and a half to get there with traffic, but even though it's not that far, (laughs) that LA traffic, boy. (laughs) I'll be ready to get the blicky out and start. Get out the way. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, damn. But for real, bro. Um, yeah, you got some fans lingering here and there. But for the most part, man, they did the city dirty, bro. They had some diehard fans. Bro, you had people that were season ticket members since the damn 60s with damn Fouts and there was playing. Mm-hmm. You had that. That's how much dedication and fans and love and support that they had in the city. People was ready and willing to give their last just to go see the Chargers play, whether they win or lose. Yeah. People mm-hmm. love the Chargers, bro. But yeah, Spanos, Spanos, money hungry ass, wanted to go up to LA where the stars is at, where everything is bigger, where there's more coverage, where there's a mass market. 
which at the same time I understand because everything in LA is bigger. LA is the culture, right, right, LA, right, right. LA is the world, LA is everything. LA determines what's hot or not, so I get it. But at the same time, bro, you had the people was here riding for you. The people in San Diego was riding for the Chargers, win, lose, draw, right. they bleed Charger blue. Yeah. And when they dipped and left the city, that was it. I felt so it's bad, more, man. It's, it's more of a Padre town than it is a damn Charger town. And if yeah, people got NFL teams, besides the one that's still rooting the Chargers here and there, besides that, people bandwagon or the Chiefs fan or Raiders fan, because Raiders didn't move to Vegas, so they right next door. Right, right. So you got people, you got people, fans of other teams that they ain't even felt. But when Chargers left, no, nah, I'm sorry. No, no, what I was going to say is that's kind of taboo, too, because now that I think about it, because it's like, yo, like, who are you going to root for, right? When you think about right. it, you're going to go, because you can't go root for, for, for the Raiders. You can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Lobby, can you? Yeah, can you? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I couldn't do that, like, knowing that I was rooting for the Chargers all these years. I kind of think right. if it were me, I might just stay with the team, even though they moved up the freeway. That's just me. I don't know. Like, I, if I were, you know, from San Diego, I'd be like, eh, fuck it. I'm going to just root for the Chargers. But you can't go Raiders. Like, no way. Raiders got their own fan base. So we need as much Chargers fans out here that we need. But, bro, Chargers had a lot of special moments, man. They had a lot of special moments, bro, where they was a team to beat. They had some bad luck, too, though. Man. They've had some bad luck. They've had some bad luck. I'm a Jets fan too, so here's the thing. Fan? So they're horrible. Listen, <laughs> I I know I'm, I have a horrible ch- taste in teams. I get it, but hey, it's all I'm good, a Jets. I'm a Jets fan, and when the Jets fan says, "Yo, y'all got some bad luck," y'all got bad luck because you guys have had you guys have had way better teams than us. I'm not saying you haven't. What I'm saying is that like, like, like respectfully, you guys have had. But I'm saying, like, you guys have had, like, 13 and 3 seasons, stuff like yeah, that, 14 and 2, and, like, yeah. they get bounced in the playoffs because somebody missed yeah. a field goal or some shit. Exactly. And you be like, oh, oh man. Even me, I'm like, well, come on, you got to make that. Like, right, it's right, crazy. Right. You're right, bro. Yeah, man. We, we had a lot of bad luck, man. We, And that's another thing. Chargers. I mean, cause now, now they're starting to get good. I've been watching a couple. Of yeah, I like that quarterback, yo. Yeah, yeah, he's nice with it. He's real nice with it. Herbert's he's nice. nice. Yeah, Herbert yeah, can nice play. He he put it up some numbers, bro. But yeah. uh, yeah, man. Uh, damn, what the hell I was gonna say? Yeah, about uh, uh, charges. Yeah, yeah, charges, bro. They um, they have some. When it comes to management, man, the front office. They missed out on a lot of talent, man, or at least having given the talent enough. I remember when Drew Brees got drafted to the Chargers, right? Right. He got hurt. They traded him. Yeah, that's. Drew Brees said, "Oh yeah, you want to trade me? All right. Let me take my talent to the Saints." Let me go to New Orleans and win them some Super Bowls and go to the playoffs. And that's exactly what he did. 
Drew Brees said, kiss my ass, Chargers. I'm getting the hell up out of there. I'm going to the Saints, and I'm going to dominate and, and build a legacy and, and be one of the greatest Saints passers of all time. And that's what he did. And when Drew Brees went to the Saints, he dominated year after year, all the way up until he retired. Nah, he's been great. He's been he's he was great. He was great. I mean, Hall of Famer, obviously. He broke like a million records. A million records, bro. A million records. Played crazy. Played with everybody. Had everybody on the Saints team. Had Heisman Trophy winner Reggie Bush. They won a Super Bowl together. Salute to Reggie Bush. Word. Salute yeah, he had a good Bush. career. Had a great career. He had a, he had a good career, even though he got hurt towards the end. It's all good. He's still a legend, a San Diego legend. Salute to uh, Reggie Bush. He's from Spring Valley, like I'm from Spring Valley. He is Word. Oh, so you guys are yeah. from around the same way. Oh, nice. Same, I didn't know that. From the same, the same area, bro. Same area, Wow. Bro. Wow, hey, Reggie Bush. Speak, speaking of Reggie Bush, bro, I got to tell you a story. Yeah, let me tell you about Reggie Bush, bro. I seen him one time. He came up to the school, right? Because me and him went to the same school. He went to Helix. I went to Helix. Obviously not around the same time. Right, right. Well, no, I would think (laughs) not the same time, right? (laughs) No. All right, right. So he came up to school one day. I didn't even know. He came up to school one day because, you know, he had like a little football. He was running like a little football championship with the kids while we was in school. And uh, he came up to the school one time. He was there like all day. He was there from when I started school at like 7.45, all the way up till we got out of school. So they was like, yo, Reggie Bush is here. So all the kids running to the football field to go take pictures and shit. So I was like, oh, all right, all right, all right. And this is the funny shit, bro. I was walking home. I was walking home from school. And guess who I saw eating at the taco shop getting his grill bowl? Go ahead. Reggie Bush. Bush. <laughs> I saw Reggie Bush outside eating. He had his girl with him and his kids, but the girl wasn't Kim Kardashian. That was after Kim Kardashian. Nah, nah, that was after Kim. Yeah, yeah. After- yeah, that, that, that was post-Kim. That was post-Kim. That's, prob- that's probably better. He's probably better <laughs> off. Man, listen, yeah, if you yeah, yeah, yeah. when you touch her. Listen, I respect her, what she's done and yeah. everything, but man, yeah. listen, you touch her, you might as well just be, yo, you might as well just get out the, I don't know, don't yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. go near her. <laughs> go to go be, take a bath in holy water or something, because right. I'll see a witch doctor. Yo, right? It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> like, don't fall for the fake ass, nothing. The fake man. lips. Everything is fake. Everything. Anyway, bro. everything's fake. That- once you get a little bit of that Kardashian, bro, they put that little spell on you, you done It's for. a wrap. It's done. <laughs> you want to tear an Achilles. You're going to oh, get caught man. up in something, something's bankruptcy, a drug overdose. Something's going to happen to you. It's over with, dog. It's over with. Oh, with her, you say? You say it's the... over with her? No, 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 no. The, 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 the girl that he was with, oh, she right, wasn't right, right. Kim K. Yeah, she wasn't right, Kim right. K. She, she was a... She was a bad looking chick. I was like, oh shit. Well, is? what you expect from what you expect from from come on, Reggie Bush? It's, you gotta <laughs> right? Heisman winner, come on. You you gonna have the baddest of the bad. That's it. So I so I see Reggie Bush outside eating outside the taco shop because the taco shop was like up the street from my school. And that's the way I had to walk to go home. 
So he was out there eating at the taco shop with the girls, just chilling, had a kid with him. And 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 mind you now, after school, me and my boys, because we lived in the same area. We used to live in the same apartment complex. So we walk home together and shit. So we was, you know, fucking around out of school, chasing each other, and I lost my wallet, bro. Oh. I lost my wallet. It had every damn thing in it. It had ID, money, cards, all that shit. We all was so pissed. I know you was pissed. <laughs> Man, I, I, I know, I know the feeling, yo. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. I yo, go ahead. Casino Gotti was upset. I went from zero to a hundred real quick. I was like, oh no. I, I, I lost my goddamn wallet fucking around with my mother. But anyway. So you so, want to probably punch somebody. Man, man, <laughs> man, I, was, I was like this, bro. So as we was walking, and we was getting closer to where he was at. So we was walking, and you know, I was checking the sidewalk to see if I you know, dropped my wallet on the sidewalk. And then as soon as we got to where Reggie Bush was at outside eating, my boys are like, he was like, bro, they go Reggie Bush, they go Reggie Bush. I was like, nigga, I don't give a goddamn about no Reggie Bush. I lost my wallet. <laughs> you think I give a damn about Reggie oh, Bush Reggie eating Bush. and I lost my wallet? Bro, that shit was the funniest shit ever, bro. Everybody started oh, cracking up and everything. Oh, I said it, I said it loud enough for him to hear that shit. They're like, said, fuck Reggie Bush. I said, I don't give a damn about no Reggie Bush. I lost my wallet, nigga. <laughs> I would have, I would have been like that too. I'm like, I'm gonna go Reggie. Where's my money? I lost my wallet. I had my card in there. I had my money. My dad is gonna get me. I don't give mm. a damn about no Reggie Bush, man. Get out of here with that shit. So we just laughed it off and shit, walking home. But yeah, bro. Uh, that's 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 the only time I saw Reggie Bush up close in person. He a big dude. They do, right? On TV, everybody looks small for some reason, right? Man, I said, shoot, don't run up on him if you want to and knock your ass out. Word. Yeah, these guys don't play. They be in the weight room. They be in the weight room, you know, they be in the gym. He was was awesome. Diesel. Diesel, incredible hope looking shit. That's a big motherfucking person. Yeah, yeah. He don't look big on TV either. When you look at these guys, they don't, TV doesn't do them any justice. Yeah, TV don't do them any justice, bro. You see these dudes in public, <laughs> all that shit you were saying online, you ain't gonna say that to their face. Word, all you, troll, yeah, yeah, all yeah. you, all you trolls. trolls and shit that be be, be commenting under their pictures, threatening them. You see when they, you, you run across them in public, you see, you'll see, you wouldn't say all that shit then. Word, word, you for ain't real. Gonna say it then, but Reggie Bush, salute to Reggie Bush. Word. He, he, he an icon of the city. A legend. And the same, a, a legend, bro. Icon, legend, all that. Let me tell you about San Diego. San Diego, bro, we done produced a lot of football, Super Bowl talent. You go ahead, Reggie go ahead. Bush, uh-huh. Reggie Bush. You know Terrell Davis that used to play for the Broncos, the uh, running back? The, the Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah, yeah, the Hall of Fame. The didn't, ball I ball you, didn't I tell you, yeah, didn't I tell yeah. you I'm a Jets fan? Right? Yeah. They beat us in 1998. I remember that. I was a kid. Oh, but damn. they beat us in the AFC Championship game. The Jets were winning that game at halftime. We came back oh, in 98. Terrell Davis ran circles around us. Oh, I remember. Yeah, he, anyway. He was a bad dude. He was he a bad. beast. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you ain't like a Jets fan or like a Yankees fan. 
I'm oh, you mean a Giants yeah. fan? Yeah, because Giants, because you know what it is when everybody zigs at Zach. That's just how I do it. Uh, no, I, I feel you on that. I like to be different. That's why. That's why I like, I like to do different shit. No, I, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I like that. I like that. Well, everybody go this way, you go that way. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. I like the I like the underdog. I like the underdog. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So back to what I was saying. Yeah, we got a lot of football talent, bro. Uh Reggie Bush, Terrell Davis, Marcus Allen that used to play for the Raiders. Oh, another yo, another Hall of Famer. Another Hall of Famer, Marcus Allen. He went to uh, Lincoln High School. Lincoln High School was in Southeast San Diego. He, he oh. was a high he used to play for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, Marcus Allen. A That's lot of crazy, a lot of people. Man. Shit, even you you remember Ricky Williams, right? He used to play for the Saints and shit. Ricky Williams, Yo, is he from San Diego too? From San Diego. Yo, y'all just produced yeah. like all the best running backs. Like, what is this? R- running backs. <laughs> Wide receivers, quarterbacks, Alex Smith. You remember Alex Smith? They used to play yeah. for the Chiefs. Quarterback? Oh, yeah, he was good, too. He had a good career. He, yeah, he from La Mesa, California. Went to Helix. Wow. Yeah, yeah. bro, we, bro, my school Helix, let me tell you about my old high school, Helix High School. Bro, we produce the most best football players, uh, 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 baseball players, basketball players, all sports, even some actors and shit. Bill Walton that used to play basketball went to Helix High School. A Helix Him alumni. too? Yeah, Bill Walton went to Helix, bro. He from San Diego. He a native. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that either. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. My my school, like uh in the boys' locker room. Okay, because you got the locker room, you got the football locker room that's to your right. Then you got the boys' locker room that's to your left. As soon as you enter into the locker room and either side you go on, there's a wall in the middle that got all of the uh, football players, signed jerseys, Super Bowl championships, everything. That's crazy, man. Yeah, because my school, Helix High School, and you can look this shit up. There's no cap. Helix High School, bro, it's a charter school. The number one charter school in San Diego County. People in the city, they know about Helix. Everything that come out of Helix is produced the right way. They always go off and become professional NFL players, basketball players, baseball players, et cetera, and et cetera. People know about Helix. People know about Helix. They number one in sports. I've heard of the school. I've heard of the school. Number one in academics. Man, they don't play. That's a school that does not play, bro. You got to have your grades up, right, to stay on the teams and stuff like that. Man, and let me tell you, bro, coming up, I was, I played football myself. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me get into that. Go ahead. High school, high school, freshman year, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Freshman year and sophomore year, I played football. Was on the freshman football team. Uh, we did good that year. Then everybody else went to junior varsity JV football. Man, that squad that we had, bro, we had everybody, bro. We had everybody <laughs> on that squad. Because I, me and my boys, me and my friends, my partner, my brothers, we was on the same team. So we lived in the same area, lived in the same apartment complex, and we all played football together. So I played football. 
I could have finished the season, but me, bro, I was so focused on playing football, my grades started to slip. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy, bro, because the the teachers and the coaches, they always communicated. They always had to communicate because the teachers and the coaches, they would exchange report cards. They would give the uh, coaches the updates on, you know, is he doing good in this class or not? So if I can remember, there was like two classes that I was like fucking up there. And I wanted to play football so bad because we was two games away from finishing the season. Two or three games away from finishing the season. I wanted to finish so bad, bro, but the grades was, it was just too much for me to catch up. Yeah. So it's something I didn't want to do, but I said, coach, I appreciate everything you've done for me, but give me a chance, put me on the team, you know, let me get my reps in. But man, you know, my grades come first. And he was like, you know what? I respect that. You know, I'll let you do your thing. You know, if you want to come back next year and play, let me know. We'll bring you back into the program. I was like, all right, thanks, coach. I wanted to play junior year, you know, finishing out the rest of my high school career because I had like, I had like some more time to go. What position did you play? I played uh, cornerback and slot receiver. I like. I could playing. see that. I could see yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you know, have I'm, the I'm, you have the build. Yeah, that yeah, the body I'm, is I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a small dude. I ain't no right. big dude. <laughs> right, right, right. So it was, it was it was it was cool. I fucked with it. I like I like playing cornerback more. I like playing corner because I was it was more intimate. You know, I didn't like I didn't I didn't I didn't really like to play man on man coverage. I like to play back. You know, right, so you I play zone. Yeah, I played zone. I ain't really like doing man-to-man covers. Like, you know, I, I was the type of player that I like to read the quarterback. I always watched his eyes. Always in practice. Always that, that sounds like fun. I if, yeah, I see if he running a slant, if he going deep, if he doing a screen pass, you know, if he going to run the ball. So I always pay attention to the quarterback. So that's why I like doing I like playing zone. I like playing deep. So just in case if I miss a tackle, if I miss a play, I got the safety to come and help me out because safety is the last ones. They the last ones in the back. So man to man, yeah, yeah. Man to man is more like when you have like from what I understand because I've never played football, but I understand the game pretty well. So from what I understand, man to man is more like if you got if you got like some big physical guys that could right. really like shut down right, right, the, right, right, right. the targets, then right. like if but you got to have two of them. You can't just right, have right. one guy. You got to have two guys who you're like, all right, I trust them in coverage to play man to man. Otherwise, you need to have everybody to help. To oh, have, definitely, so, definitely, yeah. definitely. Because the zone. There was times in practice where they was trying to guard me up with a tall motherfucker. I was like, man, you really think? I said, coach, I understand you trying to give me rep and you trying to, you know, put me in the game and shit. But I said, I can't guard this dude. He like six three. I'm like five nine. I'm average, regular height. You know, right, I ain't right. no big dude. I ain't got hops like that. I could jump, but I can't jump that. Not out of a six foot four guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> right. Foot, and this dude, this dude, this dude, I was going up against. Not only did he play football, but he was doing track and field. He was doing relays. So I'm like, yo, come run, dude. Get yeah. If this dude get a step on me, because he was doing hurdles and all. He's gone. Stuff. He's he gone. Tall. He gonna yeah, jump over your, over your head. He gonna jump. He jump. He gonna jump over Casino Gotti head. What make you? I said, Coach. What make you think I'm gonna shut uh, this dude down? I said, You better put me against 
another slot receiver that's my same size. I said, you got to switch me out, bro. Yeah. I said, you, that ain't going to be bad because I'm going to get beat every time. And, not, and I know because, you know, my defensive backs coach, I said, look, coach, I understand, bro, but, you know, you you trying to have me play a certain position, bro, and I can only do my job if you put me up against somebody that's my same size that I can, you know, play with. Right, so you got to right. switch us out. And he said, all right, I see what you're saying. So he switched us out. And yeah, bro, like, I was like, yeah, like, ain't no way. Because once he get that first step on me, he out of there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, it's just what it is. Step, yeah, it is what it is. I said, he get that first step on me and I lose my balance. Or if I mess up on the play, if I don't read the play right, he's going to score. He's going to yeah. be on me all practice. And I know you try to prevent that. So put me up against a guy that I can work with. And he said, all right. Put me up against a guy I can work with, and it worked out. I'm like, see, there you go. I said, communication. I said, if I didn't say nothing and not let you allow this stuff to happen, I would have got beat every play. Shoot, man. And that I love hearing these stories, man, because these are things that you know we don't I didn't know. So I'm glad that you, you revealed that part of you that that yeah. a story bro, about I would have never I'm, known I'm, that. I'm, I'm, yeah, man, I'm man, I'm an open book, bro. I tell you about anything. I nah, nah, you, I appreciate I, that story. I, I, I have some funny shit. I got some serious shit. I tell you anything, bro. But let's let's keep this going. So let yeah, me go yeah, back. Yeah. Let me let, let, let me go back to my sports. So growing up, you know, I was always a sports dude. Football was always my first love. Still my first love. I love football. I freaking wake up Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, watch football, watch the pregame, watch all that shit. But yeah, man. Uh, That's yeah, crazy. So go, go, going back to, you know, high school, you know, uh, yeah. So I was like, coach, man, you know, I really don't want to do this, but I said, I'm going to have to, you know, get football up, man. And I didn't want to because that was like an emotional day, man, because we had a good I season. Bet. That was a good season that we had. You know, we had. We had a good season. We was like what ten and two, junior varsity. Yeah, we had we had some we had a squad, bro. We had a squad. You feel me? We wow. had a squad, and, and and I didn't want to give up, man, because you know the times that I was playing, bro, I was doing pretty good. I was doing good. I ain't gonna say I was the best player because obviously them dudes was you know more gifted and talent. But you know the chance I got to play in, you know, you were able to I make an impact. Play. Yeah, I, I made an impact, you know, do what I could do to help the team win. And, you know, whenever I got the chance, I did do it. Maybe so if you – I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I was saying, you know, uh, yeah, um, I did what I could do for the team. We did good. You know, come junior year, I was like, you know what, man, let me just focus more on my schoolwork because one more year, we got senior year. We close to graduating. Right. And I want to walk across the stage with my boys, with my partners. You know, I got family flying out from, you know, all over the state. I got my sister there flying out from New Jersey, with my little nephew, you know. Um, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You said New Jersey. I, I can't I can't let this slide. <laughs> Go you ahead, got, you, you got family out here on the East Coast. I, I, my si yeah, actually, yeah, I, I do. Let me get into that. At the time, my sister, she lived in New Jersey. Okay. Because cause, cause, uh, she was dealing with, you know, a dude that was in the military. So they was living up in New Jersey for like, they was living in New Jersey for like a year or something. And my nephew, my little nephew was born out there. Her son, which is my nephew, 
they was born out there. And uh, on my father's side, because my father, he's from Panama. Where? Oh, yeah, 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 look at that. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, oh, that's a news flash right there. Yeah, so father, your pops is my, from Panama. My father's from Panama, right. man. He's from Panama. Wow. So he came to the States. Do you understand Spanish a little bit or? Uh, no, 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 all right, all right. No, <laughs> listen, I, just asking, no, no, just asking because Panama I, I, is a Spanish speaking country. Yeah, but... it is. I know the simple shit like, hola, como estas, muy bien. That's right, right. Shit. There you go, there you go. All right, <laughs> that, that's all. Nah, nah, that's what's up. But when, that's what's up. All right, when he get when he gets to that, when he get into that other shit. I'm like, yeah, you lost me. I don't know what the hell you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Your pops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Salute. He be talking to you in Spanish, so he would talk to you in Spanish. You just be like, all right, you just respond back. Yeah, yeah. A few times he talked to me in Spanish, and I was just all like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you didn't, you didn't, you weren't exposed to it a lot. You know what I mean? Like, nah, bro, nah. My, my, my household, bro, in this English speaking household. All right. Nah, listen. English, it, yeah. Yeah. But I would love to learn. I, 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 I took Spanish class in high school. I took Spanish right. class in high school. I had this lady, this teacher, Miss French. Oh, Miss French. I'll never forget Miss French. But guess what? Even though her last name was Miss French, she wasn't even a French lady. She was a Hispanic. Miss French? What kind of Spanish yeah. name was that? Yeah. That's crazy. Bro, that's why I said she wasn't even no French lady. She wasn't from France. She was a Hispanic lady from, from Cali. Word. Hispanic lady from Cali with the last name Miss French. French. But she was married Miss maybe to somebody French. named French? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, yeah. Probably, she right? Was she was married to some dude. I don't know who he was, but yeah. That could be it. Why well, her last name was Miss Fritz. Yeah, you're right. You are right. She I guess she don't got no no Hernandez no, or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 no Lopez. Yeah, you're right, you're nothing. Right, no Z. No S at the end. No O at the end. Nothing. Like you're right. <laughs> you were right. You were right, bro. But uh, yeah, I took some Spanish in school, but I didn't. I've been out of school for so damn long. I forgot all that shit. <laughs> man, listen, you you look like you just came, like look like you just graduated from school, man. You 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 still, you know what I mean? You still look like you, which is good. That's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, I'm saying, I, like, no I, I know. I mean, the ladies know, like that. that. The ladies, right? Yeah. Bro, they, um, they love casino. They, oh, ladies no. love casino. <laughs> So, all right. So, so check it out, right? Before we before we wrap it up. Wait, hold, 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 hold on. Let me let me go back to the East Coast. My East Coast affair. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go let, ahead. Let, let, yeah. Let me clear that up. Yeah. So my sister, then they was living up in Jersey for a little bit, but they came back to Cali. My father, when he came to the United States, he 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 he, he was born. He was born in Panama, right? Came okay. to the United States when he was when he was younger. I think he was like nine, ten years old. His family and them set up shop in New York. I think he said like Brooklyn, Harlem, somewhere in New York. He was in New York for a little bit. So he was, you know, doing his thing up in New York, came to Cali. He came to Cali like in the eighties. That's where he met my mother. My mother, she a country girl. Salute to my mama, love you mama. Salute to mom, mama Gotti. Salute to Mama Gotti, salute to Papa Gotti. <laughs> Papa Gotti, that's right. Pa Papa Gotti, the, 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 the OG. OG. To them. But my mama, she from the South. She a country girl. She's from Carolina, South Carolina. All right. 
Respect. She came, yeah, she came out to California in the 80s, too. That's where she met Pops. And uh, let, let me talk to you about my childhood. Let me tell you, siblings. Go ahead, go ahead. We, we got time for that? We got time? Go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, um, so my childhood growing up, you know, me and my sisters, me and my four sisters, I ain't got no brothers. I'm the only son. Wow. Yeah, All right. man, yeah. Let me tell you something. On my mother's side, it's a lot of females, bro. A lot of females. And every one of my sisters, they got like at least two or three or more girls and one boy. It's just what it is. It's just, it's just, it's <laughs> genetics. just it is. It's just the Gene- genetics. Yeah, you're right. Genetics. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. You nope. cannot beat that, bro. It's just, the, it's just what it is. It's mathematics. It's just, it's you know. what it is. On my father's side, my father, he got a brother. Salute to Uncle. Salute to Uncle. Right. He got a brother and shit. And on that side of the family, you got a mix of boys and girls. And it was a lot. My father, my father had a lot of siblings. I think he said it was like nine of them. Nine of them under one household. Wow. Nine of them, yeah. It, it, it was a lot of them, bro. A lot. It was a big family. It's still a big family. You know, um, my grandfather, you know, he done passed away. You know, uh, I Peter grandfather. Yeah, uh, yeah, grandma, no, my, 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 my father's mother, she passed away when he was young, so I never got to met her because she died way before I was born. Okay. And uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, man, you got a you got a you got a unique mixture. My father's from Panama, my mother's from the South. She's a Southern girl. They came to Cali. They had me and my sisters. But growing up, bro, uh, it was me and my sisters. You know, a lot of kids, a bunch of kids running wild, five kids <laughs> running wild. <laughs> I bet, I bet, man. And, 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 and you know me, the last of them all. Casino Gotti was born last, the baby of the family. Oh, you're the baby of the family. Oh the baby, man. man, I'm the baby. Everybody. Oh man, yeah. They had to. Yeah. They had to watch after you. Yeah. Better. Oh man, bro, it's still like that to this day, bro. They protective. <laughs> They so overprotective that they little brother, man. They they love their little brother. Like they like, nah, like we ain't gonna let nobody fuck with little bro. We nah, like my sisters is like my security guard. <laughs> no, it's like they that. Let, they yeah, they they let nobody be like, nah, you ain't gonna touch little bro and all that shit. So I love my sisters, man. I love my sisters. All 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 four of them. I love all of them. You know, the That's oldest, the oldest. The oldest, she like 42, 43. Okay. And then you got you got the yeah, that's the first oldest. And uh, you got my other sister, she's like late 30s. Her and my other sister is within the same age. And then my youngest sister, my youngest sister, me and her like four years apart. She was born like in 90, 93, 94 some shit like that. I was born in 97. So me and her, uh-huh. me and the youngest, I, I love all my sisters. You know, I love them to death. But me and my youngest, you know, you and your youngest, you know, you guys become the closest and shit. It's true. Because you know, y'all, y'all, it's y'all true. around the same age. It's and, always like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my youngest sister, we we a couple years apart, me and her super close. Yeah, because you got one in common, just just yeah. having being from the and, same and, and, era. Exactly, and most of the time, me and her, 
it was more me and her than we seen the other sisters because the other sisters is older. You know, they start to have their kids and shit, their families. My nieces and nephews, I got a bunch of nieces and nephews. Salute to my nieces and nephews. I love their little bad self. Uncle Word, shout out love. to them. Uncle Gotti love the baby. Love the kids. <laughs> Uncle Gotti love the kids. They call me, they call me Uncle Gotti. They be like, hi, Uncle Gotti, how you doing? <laughs> Then, then they'd be like this, hi, Uncle Gotti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just put their hair down. I'd be like, what yeah. you put your hair down for? Yeah. You see, I, money. I ain't got no money. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, we, yeah, we not yet. Not how yet. to make Uncle, that money. Uncle Gotti going to hook y'all up with some money. So if you're listening, Uncle Gotti got you when, when, the, when, the, when the money come in. Don't, don't forget that. Word. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so growing up, man, it was me, you know, me and my sisters and shit. You know, um, they, they, they was the first. My older sisters, they was the first one that introduced me to rap music. Because growing up, they was listening to everybody. They was listening to Outkast, Three Six Mafia, uh, uh, Trick Daddy. Oh, they was they was listening to like the early shit. They was listening to Ja Rule, uh, Ashanti, DMX. So they the one that introduced me to rap. So, oh, so you grew up on that. That be, that was the benefit of having siblings that were older, that much older. Right, you got right, to have right, all right, that right. old school. Right. Yeah, man. They was jamming out, bro. I remember they played all the hottest shit that was out at that time in the early nineties, as far as I can remember. Right. 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 I know what you mean. Time, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They, they they were playing. They were playing everybody, bro. Jaru, Ashanti, Murder Inc., DMX. You know, uh, but most of the time, I really grew up on a lot of Southern hip hop. So yeah, of course. Like, that's why when you hear the influence, when you hear my music, I could hear it. Yeah, yeah, I could hear it. You, you think you think of the South, even yeah. though I'm not from the South. But I could hear the South, the Southern influence. Right, right, right. And, and, and my mother being from the South, because I got Southern ties, Southern connections. I got. And you got roots. Yeah, you got Southern roots. Yeah, I got Southern roots. I got international roots from my father mixed with the east coast roots because he still got you know panamanian family on that side of new york somewhere in new york and obviously me being from the west coast born and raised i gotta have my west coast roots of course absolutely of course always yeah all day of course all day and i and, and, and i forgot to say my influences too it's West Coast artists like uh, uh, Snoop. I got the influence of Snoop because both of our flows is laid back. Right, right. We got, we got, we got that, we got that laid back flow. Like we be talking about shit, but it's laid back, and it's like vibe music. You can vibe with it. That's what people like. They like that similarity because you know it's something you can vibe to, drive to, and all that shit. Yeah, so, Snoop yeah, is man. a legend, bro. Of course. Oh man, man. I, I tell you, going back to his West Coast music and the legends, bro, we got a lot of freaking West Coast. We have a strong impact on hip hop. Yeah, of course. A very, very strong impact on hip hop. And people be like, I saw something, I saw something the other day. People was all like, oh, um, you know, the West Coast, people outside of California ain't really listening to the West Coast music like that because the West Coast music ain't 
what it used to be. And I'm all like, damn, like, why is that? Like, I feel like the West ain't never went nowhere. We still right. got stars. Yeah. We got Kendrick. We got Kendrick. You got Kendrick. You got YG. You got Mozzie. Mozzie yeah. out of Sacramento. Yep. He up and coming. He put Sacramento on the map. Roddy Rich. Roddy oh, Rich. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Roddy Rich. And let me tell you something, bro. When I first heard Roddy Rich, I didn't even know he was from California. Me neither. I didn't know he was from California. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. You thought, you thought, okay, he got auto tune and all that shit. He must be from Atlanta. He That's what I thought. York, Chicago, That's what I thought. Nate. Anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I saw the interview. He was like, no, I'm from Compton, California. I said, you from Compton? Compton, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know right. that either. I didn't know. I had to look that up. Compton is one of the most legendary cities when it comes to this West Coast shit. They produce of all the stars. Games, Dre, NWA. Man, I can go on and on, bro. Yeah, I always respected the West Coast when it came to hip hop. You know, I, I told you yeah. offline, and and this is no yeah. disrespect to the South, but the South has got it too. Huh? you know, South is, yeah, is every region has their has their their you know what right. I mean their strong suits. But to me, when you talk about like the kings of kings, when it comes to like legendary MCs, rappers, mm -hmm. hip hop acts, you're talking about East Coast. You talk about the West Coast. Those are the two, like, when you think of, like, the big, the pillars yeah. of the hip-hop shit. Like, yeah. nobody's seeing us. When it comes to this hip-hop shit, with all due respect to the Midwest and the South, East Coast, yeah. West Coast, West Coast, legendary, yeah. legendary. That's right. just what it is. Right. It's just what yeah. it is. Like, Bro. you go back into time, you look at it, we got names for days. Like, you could keep going forever. Man, if, if people, if people could be like, okay, put out the top New York East Coast rappers of all time, the top West Coast rappers of all time, man, it'll be too many people to list, bro. It's too so many. many legends on both Too many. Coasts. Too many. Too many, bro. You can't do it. You, you got, can't do you it. You got legendary, legendary groups like Mob Deep from the East Coast. Big. I'm a fan of Biggie, bro. I love Biggie, bro. Oh, Biggie? I That's what's up. Biggie. Bro, let me tell you, man. I got a playlist because I mix I mix this new generation music with with old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my favorite Biggie album is Life After Death. I can listen to that whole album from beginning to end. That whole album is cold, bro. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. That, that whole it's like a movie. Cold, it's a movie. Cold. You right. It's, it's a, movie. a fucking movie, bro. From beginning to end, somebody's got to die. Uh, 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 that song with him and Jay Z, I love the dough. Oh, I love that, that song, song with him, him and Bone Thugs and Harmony, Notorious, Notorious Thugs. Oh my god, them is some cold. You're nobody people, till bro. somebody kills You're you. You're nobody till some man. That's a cold album, bro. That's one of my favorite. If somebody's to be like, okay, if you could take any album, which one out of what albums would it be? I tell you, my top five. Go ahead. Top five hip hop albums of all time. Biggie Smalls, Life After Death. Tupac's Double Disc, All Eyes On Me. G-Unit. Uh, what's the album G-Unit did? The G-Unit album, the first one? The first one. Okay, it's 
the G U in the album. It has a cover. It has Fifty Cent on it. Lloyd Banks, uh, Young Buck, Young Buck, Young Buck, and, Tony Ayo, uh, Tony Ayo. What's the album called? Uh, was it called Beg for Mercy? Yeah, Beg for Mercy. Beg yeah. for Mercy. Okay, that's three. Another one is um, Snoop Dogg's The Dog Father. Mm, that album was so. That's a good one. I love that album. I love all the albums you mentioned, but like that that one right there is like one of those that I'm like, man. Yep. Cause Snoop was spitting shit. See, Snoop man. adapted his style over time, yeah, right? Cause yeah. he wanted to, you know, to be more commercial. But yo, he was right. spitting bar bars on that shit. Man, I don't Snoop could spit. I think he's. I think he's disrespected as a lyricist. To be yes, honest he with you, is. Yes, he's he disrespected. Is, they all oh, hey, he's he's funny. He's Snoop. No, he he was right. rapping. Man, dig deep into Snoop lyrics, man. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He was killing guy. it. Whoa, 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 we're running that. What did he just say? Yeah, he yeah, he was underrated Snoop as a lyricist. I agree. I agree. Because Snoop didn't take himself so serious over time. Snoop just, you know what I mean? Snoop just kind of right. he dumbed it down a little bit, but that's right, just right, right. he was already that's it. He was made. He didn't have anything to prove. The 90s, 90s Snoop Dogg, 90s Snoop was, was a problem. He, man, With the dog pound, death row, death row dog pound. Dre and Snoop Dogg, 90 yeah, Snoop Dogg, man, it's, it's, it's out of here, it's out of here, it's yeah. out of here, it is out of here, it is out of here, it is out of here, I like when Snoop teamed up with Death Row, because that was, that was really awesome, West Coast Gangsta. Yeah, oh, forget, forget it, forget it, it was crazy, <laughs> yo, it man. was crazy, man. yeah, it's a shame what happened with that, with, you know, I'm not going to get into all the shit that happened over there, but. There was, you know what I mean? It's just sometimes, like uh, you said before, right? Tying it back in. Sometimes the street shit just, you know. Politics, it, man. You can't, you can't let it go. Politics. You can't let no. go the street shit and it just no. takes over everything. No. You know, because those brothers all were talented, making money. Man, let me tell you, bro. Death Row really was the West Coast of that time. They was yeah. the West Coast, bro. They represented all of the West Coast. Death Row era, man. The South, the South, because at the time the South was kind of trying to come up. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't up. It wasn't yet. But 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 the West Coast was too powerful, bro. There was no way the South could compete with Death Row at the time. There was just no way, bro. I don't care how talented the South was. I don't care if you had Outkast, because Outkast at the time they was coming up. They would do their thing. Andre Three Thousand, the Big Boy. Outcasts are doing their thing. A few other Southern acts, but I'm gonna tell you something. You know what's funny? Talking about that, right? Because I'm gonna talk about the yeah. East Coast West Coast thing real quick, right? I'm gonna tell you something, and, and me and Nate talk about this before offline. This, I truly feel like this, right? I'm gonna tell you something for real here. I didn't think, and I always thought that. First of all, with the East Coast West Coast thing. It's very sad, right? How it ended with, with Pac sad. and Big and all that, right? It wasn't worth it. It was never worth it. Let's make get that out the way. I never felt like the I felt like the West Coast really kicked our ass. And I felt like the East Coast had too much respect for the West. I never felt, and I say this with do, all due respect, I never felt like the East Coast properly addressed the art. That's how I felt coming from New York. I didn't feel like the East Coast properly 
addressed it, but at the same time, it was perpetuated by the media. So it was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it, it could have been avoided. So it, was, it, yeah. it just it just drove me crazy how I feel like we had all this respect. Like and what I mean by we didn't properly address it is like the one moment I got mad at Snoop was when he crushed the buildings. Yeah, I never felt like yeah, we addressed yeah. that. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta right. be honest. That bothered me. I didn't like that. Right. <laughs> I I gotta was, be you know, yeah, you're right. Because you know how, like, you we didn't address that. Of, like, yeah, you're right. Because you know how, like, when you go on YouTube, you have like old documentaries of like '90s yeah. hip hop, yeah. like West Coast era and shit. They was talking about how during that time when the East Coast West Coast was stirring up, you know. Snoop them, you know, was kicking down New York buildings and all. Like, yeah, that was a problem. Nobody checked them though. That that was yeah. my problem. Like Snoop Dogg was coming in and out the city, and nobody checked them. Now, right. now I wasn't. I'm not advocating for violence. I'm talking about like on the music shit. Like I don't remember anybody dissing Snoop. You know what I mean? Like everybody loves Snoop. <laughs> right. So it was so funny yeah. to me how he crushed the buildings. Like nobody else could have gotten away with that. Yeah, Except for Snoop, right. so it's crazy. <laughs> you're right. You're and right. I love Snoop. Right. I love Snoop still. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Oh man, he's he's still he's still doing his thing. Snoop is still doing his thing. Still, and, and, and really, he don't even really got a foot out no more shit because he got. Nah, he's guys. done. He, he could just make com Corona out. commercials. Hey, 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 you know. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I've been seeing him all them Corona commercials. I'm like, oh shit, look at Snoop. Okay. Freaking with Bad Bunny. He got a commercial with Bad Bunny. Yeah. yeah. And he and yeah, you're right. He with Bad Bunny in that commercial. Yeah. Yeah. And he's on that and he's on that BMF Big Meats show too. Word, word, word. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Snoop, man, Snoop could be doing other shit outside of music. You know, like he got so many hits. He's so respected around the globe. Yeah, like, yeah. Super, Everybody loves super, super, yeah, yeah. Super is just an icon, man. That's just that's hip hop royalty, bro. You have to put him up there. You have to put Snoop up there, man. I don't care what you think about him as a lyricist. Nah, he's up there. He's up put, there. You you gotta put Snoop up there as overall. He's just a whole package, bro. Word. Music to acting to Snoop is up there. You have he's to an icon. Icon. It's, it's just no way. It's just no way. No way you can't put him up there. You have to put him up there. Definitely. So I want to, I guess, before before we wrap this up, I want to make sure that I get into, tell us what you're up to. Tell us about when we can expect the EP. Tell us about what you're working on now. I want you to, you know, let the people know. Talk to the people. Plug your stuff right now. Let us know what to expect from Casino Gotti. All right. Well, man, y'all can keep up with me anytime, man. Uh, as far as projects, bro, me and my brother Almighty Swagger, salute to Almighty Swagger, Real Money Game, BME, RG, Rick Money Empire, Real Money Game for life. That's that's our label. That's our brand. That's everything. That's us. So salute to my brother Almighty Swagger. Me and him got that Rich Porter collab EP coming out real soon. If it don't come at the end of the year, you can expect it in 2022. You might have to wait a little bit longer because we doing other shit outside of music. You know, um, we're starting, I'm starting to get reached out to a couple of local artists. They want me to get on their project. So um, we collaborations. do collaborations. We do a collaboration. But let me speak on this real quick. I'm only doing this one collaboration with this one artist because he actually reached out to me. The other artists that reached out to me, they just saw like, yo, bro, I see what you're doing. You know, 
you represent me, we fuck with you, but they haven't asked me to get on the stuff, which I'm I'm cool because when it comes to collaborations, I'd rather collaborate with people in my camp because we're trying to build ourselves up. We're trying to expand our brand, you know. I respect that. Not not that, you know, we don't want to work with nobody else in the city. We no, you're focusing. You're rather, focusing. Yeah, we we rather do with us first to get us out there because even though I'm starting to get recognition and more people start to reach out to me from all over, I'm still not happy where I'm at. So I still want to build up to where I am where I'm at and then we can collaborate because I don't want to be under nobody else's shadow, bro. I want to be on my, I want to put my own self on. I don't want to work with nobody else and they say, oh, he got popping because of me. No, bro. Right, I'm, right, right. I'm willing to, I'm trying to put in all this work. Right, such and such so, put you on, such and such put yeah, you on. Yeah, nah, nah. I'm, I, this is self-made. Before before I, before I sign a deal, I'm self-made before that. I'm on some independent shit before the deal. So that's that. Because we got our own in-house producers that we're working with. They're developing our sound. We work with each other. So that's that. So yeah, me and my boy, Almighty Squagger, we coming out with that Rich Porter EP. Expect that. Uh, more videos. Uh, Beagle Story video is still out. You know, we dropped it in June. Love shot it. The video. Love that joint. The, yeah, I, I appreciate it, bro. We shot Migo Story earlier this year, back in May. You know, uh, it was like a little delay with the director, so we had released it, you know, months later. But Migo Story is still out. The stream is still going crazy. People still fucking with it. So go stream Migo Story. Go stream Migo Story. More, more projects is coming out. Um, next time, next year, Valentine's, I'm dropping a video for the Karma Sutra song. You know, cause I got I got songs for the female too, not just a whole bunch of street shit. You know, so Valentine's Day we go drop a song, we go drop a video for that song. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, man, just keep 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 uh, up to date with me. You can find me on all my social media. Go ahead. Find me everywhere. You can find me on Instagram at Casino Gotti. Um, Twitter at One Casino Gotti. I don't really be on my Twitter like that, but it is what it is. Um, YouTube and everything, everything Casino Gotti, bro. To stay updated, you know, new, new everything. You want to see new news? What's going up with me? You know, um, everything. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing the vlog too to let people into my life and see what I got going on. You know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into the vlog as soon as people can see. You know, what's going on with me and my day to day activity. And, you know, shit like that. So yeah, that's what's up, man. If people people yeah. able to get in touch with you and really interact right, and all right, that. I think right, that's dope. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's dope. Man, listen, Casino Gotti, first of all, thanks a lot for coming on. I really appreciate oh, man. It's love, bro. I thank it's you. It's love. Yo, we listen, did. we gonna connect again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like you said, bro, we've been planning this interview out for months. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're <laughs> a lot of shit came up, but bro, we here. We didn't talk, we didn't laugh, we didn't have fun, we didn't vibed out. It's all love, my brother Santos. It's all love, my brother. Yo, thank you for the support, too. Yo, salute San Diego, West Coast. Yes, yes. Salute to the East Coast, New York. Salute to my father, parents on the East. Salute to my mother's family on the the South. Salute to all over the world. Casino God, I love everybody. I'm out of here. All right, man. Peace, my brother. Be well. We'll we'll talk, definitely. Peace, man. Peace, man. Peace.
Man, respect to Casino Gotti, man. That was real interesting. I heard some really, he dropped some gems. He dropped some gems. He really came out and, and really um, dropped some knowledge on San Diego, what he's done on his story. Man, it's, it's really interesting to hear the backstory when you see, you know, so many times we see these guys and, and we see what they're doing. We see the, the, the grind, but we don't really see what comes behind it. What is the, um, where it comes from. And hearing the backstory, so it's always great to see uh, brothers like this who, who you know, they grind for this. You know, this is what he does. This is what he, he's grinding for. This he's talented. I'm really looking forward to see what to seeing what Casino got he brings in the future, and definitely we'll stay connected. Um, you know, that was episode number 21. Um, special shout out to everybody. His whole camp, Casino Gotti. Make sure you guys stream. Uh, Beagle Story is out right now. He's got a bunch of other ones, too. I had mentioned the 23 joint uh, from Fernando Tatis. Uh, the Fernando Tatis joint, that joint is hard, too. Real good song, um, inspired by his fandom uh, for the San Diego Padres and Fernando Tatis Jr. And, um, again, thanks, Casino Gotti, for coming on. Um, remember, as always, don't just say what you mean. Wait, 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 hold on. That's not coming yet. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at Santos Thread Shop. Um, Instagram Santos Thread Shop. And again, uh, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say it with your chest. Peace. <laughs>